My name is Gary Jones. I'm CEO of MetaMusic. Can you tell me a little bit about MetaMusic? Yeah, sure. Um, MetaMusic is a an organization that looks to dispense music for the benefit of pain, anxiety, and uh, cognitive impairment. Um, and we do that by fingerprinting, at the moment, traditional Western catalog, but we're looking at foreign language catalogs, so Islamic catalogs and Indian catalogs and so on and so forth. And then dispensing music so that it entrains the heart rate, reduces heart rate, increases heart rate variability, promotes positive endocrine solution uh, secretions, sorry, such as dopamine, uh, oxytocin, and immunoglobin A. And most importantly, negates the production of um, the stress hormone cortisol, which, as we all know, you know long term exposure to is 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 bad for us. Period, and can and can actually result in additional morbidities. What inspired you to combine music and mental health? Um, I w was working for a company called Omniphone. We were the biggest wholesale distributor of streaming music in Europe. So I ran Sony's uh, Music Unlimited streaming platform across 19 territories for four years. And during that time, I met a number of people, and one of whom was Professor Mark Sandler, um, who's the head of digital music at Queen Mary University London. Um, Mark had invented, or Mark and his team had invented, or the university team had invented things called VAMP plugins, which are basically music information retrieval algorithms. So they extract the digital DNA of a piece of music. And Mark was explaining it to me. And I thought, well, actually, if we can use these to mimic the human brain's response to music, then we may have, you know, we may have a solution that where we could use music as a non-invasive uh, digital therapeutic. And that, that was 10 years ago, uh, nearly 10 years ago. Um, and the background to it is I come from a musical family. I'm a musician myself. I've sold um i've sold uh music in, in mainly in the us um and um I, you know it, uh, we all self-medicate with music all, all the great things of our time from confucius tolstoy plato einstein even wrote a book about it martin luther king have all extolled the, the kind of benefits of, of music to health so to me it seemed that kind of marriage of music information retrieval algorithms artificial intelligence digital music and the changing, shifting landscape in healthcare more towards digital therapeutics and, and the advances in healthcare it just seemed like a natural marriage. How has music helped your own mental health? I use it all the time. I always have done. I've always played, you know, I always play music. I have a, a playlist, depends on you know, whether I want to be uplifted or whether I want to remain solemn, not solemn, but you know, keeping a constant mood or or um, you know, my agitation uh, decrease, get my agitation decreased. So I use I actually use many music myself. Um, it, it, you know, it, it, it was an idea I had. I, I scribbled it on the back of a uh, a piece of paper on the back of a scrap piece of paper, and it kind of grew from a a, a kind of um, recursive script uh, into a, a full blown um, full blown Python embedded or embedded Python stack with a virtual stack with um, lots and lots of algorithms running that enable us to you know auto create playlists as well. So that's one of the other important things because healthcare workers don't have time to kind of uh sit and work and, and speak you know in the case of dementia for example you know most most i was amazed most people with dementia or most families who's who have a relative that has dementia don't know the musical fabric of their life so we kind of we use a study of uh, uh papers reviews that academic papers and reviews that looked at how we consume music when we consume it uh it's different for male and female um when our tastes change and and social events so punk music in the 70s in the uk for example was was a big thing that changed music and combine it into an algorithm that will also create playlists as well as kind of create that heart rate entrainment process as well how does it 
feel for you that you are helping uh, people, you know, with their mental health. Um, well, it's beyond. It's just not mental health. It's beyond that. But I guess mental yeah. health, you know, is is a broad is a broad spectrum. I mean, pain. You know, if you're in constant pain, it affects your mental health and and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, someone asked me the other day, asked me a question the other day, and it's it, it's kind of it's something I always wanted to do. It started off as an interest. It's now a passion and a business. Um, it is a commercial business, but at the same time. You know, we are we're looking to become a B Corp. We're out fundraising at the moment because we want to do more and more trials. We're not just putting out something out there and just saying, "Hey, it works." We're actually we actually want to prove it. And I think you know the 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 kind of uh, the day at which I when I know it's gone you know, or when it's worked. You know, I'll be sitting in a in a hospital bed probably towards the end of my life, and someone will hand me a a, a Medi Beat player, which is our and a Medi Music service, and 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 suggest I listen to it to reduce my pain or whatever whatever position I'm in at that time. And then by then I'll know, you know, that's the point at which I'll know it's worked. What are some of the other ways that metamusic helps? Dental anxiety, uh, 36% of dental patients in the UK, and it's pretty similar in the US, um, are dental uh, dental phobic, um, some of them quite acute. Um, my wife, for example, she has to be knocked out every time she goes to the dentist because of she's got dental anxiety. Um, dementia, stroke. I mean, it's as broad as it is long, and that's one of the challenges in the sense that we had to focus on very, very specific areas. So at the moment, we're looking at pre- and post-op uh, anxiety and pain. Uh, we're looking at chronic pain and opiate reduction and and dementia as well. PTSD is another area that we've been approached. We, we get an awful lot of inbound approaches from people who see our see what we're doing and see us on LinkedIn and so on and say, look, you know, we have a, we're in this particular vertical within healthcare. Is it something you think you can help us with? And if you look at, there are 25,000 papers on PubMed and Cochrane, um, highly peer reviewed, a lot of them that prove that music not only aids mental health on a, on a kind of patient reported outcome, but it actually has a, 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 a very a precise physiological response and can make pain medication more performant and reduce pain um so that pain medication making pain medication more performant and you know benzodiazepines that are associated with depression and anxiety making them more performant uh and therefore reducing costs is something that also that, that people have got interested in and certainly in the case of dementia um whilst you know anxiety as it presents itself in dementia as a process during what's known as sundowning which is more towards the end of the day when you go through personal when the, when the person with dementia goes through personal hygiene and get into bed and they get very very anxious and it's the worst form of anxiety because they can't rationalize it um yeah. and doctors as a rule will not prescribe benzodiazepines or, or any other um i can never say the word but any other anxiety drug uh, primarily because it makes the dementia worse. So music seems like a natural fit. And as we say, in some cases, music is the only medicine. But as overall, music is a, it's a non-invasive. We all self-medicate. We've done it for years and years and years. It's non-invasive. We just happen to be the spoon for all the research and all the you know, all the historical stuff that went before uh, and, and, and enabling it. And, and hopefully people get an advantage from it, not just from a patient-reported outcome, but also from a clinical-reported outcome and a cost-benefit saving. And if it means people are taking less drugs, it's got to be a good thing. Yeah. What has some of the feedback uh, has been with people uh, doing this? So we, I guess, I mean, we're in trial stage. We're in a lot of trials. We we have closed user groups, so we're working with the NHS in England. We're uh, we're talking to um, uh, Beth Israel Deaconess in Boston, about running a trial with them at the moment and looking to move more into the US market. Um, and our, our kind of driver for all that was a trial we did in with the dementia, a couple of dementia wards at a hospital in Lancashire in England. 
where we got a uh, 91% success rate and heart rate reduction across the cohort. So 91% of the cohort using MediMusic, use MediMusic, and their heart rate reduced. And of that 61.5%, we got back to within their resting heart rate range. So, which is really key because you, you get back, you're there, and obviously the, the bad cortisol is not being produced and the good hormones on. Um, and in some instances, that was a heart rate you know, reduction from 25%, somewhere only three, four, 18, but you know, the, a lot of them are at the higher end and we managed to get it back from a kind of a, a, a elevated heart rate, which is not good into the resting heart rate range for that individual. What are some of the things that motivate you? Uh, personally, my family, um, work-wise, just kind of, you know, doing what we're doing. I mean, I enjoy what we're doing. I'm lucky to be doing a job I enjoy. It's it's been a ten, as I said, it's been a ten-year project for me. Um, there are some things that don't motivate me. That I don't like, which is the kind of fundraising side of it and all, all the pain that goes with that, which is often difficult. And it's you sit in front of people and you're very passionate about it in front of investors and. They look at the numbers. Um, I've called it kissing frogs. That one day, we, you know, we kiss enough frogs, you you meet your prince, and uh, he writes you a check. But um, so we're we're frog kissing at the moment. No offense to any investors watching, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a, again that's a marriage process. But I, I like what I'm doing. You know, I like to see smile on people's faces when when they listen to music. It's particularly dementia when it brings back memories that that are important to somebody. But that they've forgotten and just that that one trigger and also to see people you know not in pain and it reducing pain and it's and the, the kind of look on their face when they realize how simple it is in, in its overall construct i mean it's very complicated what we're doing behind all the science and maths and everything else behind it but that kind of whole process of um just basically using music i think uh, it, it, it's great to see you know i like the uh the analogy of uh, kissing frogs after, you know, that stage, where do you want to see the organization? Uh, we want to, so we want to grow. I mean, we, we're, we've been very, we've had a very uh, specific strategy in the UK. So it's to focus on the North of England where we're based, permeate and prove it. And, and, and the analogy I use is pretty much like a rock, you know, rock band or a pop band. If you're, if you're playing live, you build a following locally and then it's you spread it from there. And that's kind of our, been our approach to it and it's worked. Uh, and now we're looking to move into the US. We're, we're talking to the labels at the moment. We're close to closing our label deals to get all the catalogue sorted, finalised. Um, we we The hardware, we, we produced a piece of hardware called the MediBeat device. And one of, when I was in Washington recently, I mentioned to you, I was at the Digital Therapeutics Alliance. And, and what they're doing in the US is great because they're trying to extract that kind of digital therapeutics layer from mainline um, drug approval process and all that kind of, to make it slightly simpler. Um, and I met a number of clinicians there who said, great, you know, love the app, love the idea, love what you're doing, but it's it's about getting the app on my phone. It's about getting the app on a, on a patient's phone. How do we do that? And that workflow for us has always been key. So we've produced our own piece of hardware, which we've got a European grant for called the MediBeat device. It's music, it streams music, it connects into our biofeedback loop as well. So if a patient is wearing, has a wearable on and that they don't respond, their heart rate doesn't respond in the way that we expect, then we can digitally, dynamically swap tracks out to bring the heart rate down faster or slower. And then that whole process is, goes into a machine learnings uh, module with a view to 10, 5, 10, 15 years time, we, we're constantly refining and that we can say we're dispensing music as medicine. How can people reach out and learn more? Uh, look at our website, medimusic.co, not .com or .co.uk, just medimusic.co. And, and yeah, reach out to me directly if you wish. 